delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and mm-hmm. night. So yeah. uh, here's a funny one. Christians are a little bit scared of the word meditate. Yeah. We're a little bit freaked out about meditation because we think anytime meditation is mentioned, we're going Eastern. Yeah. Chanting some ohms. Being in some yoga poses. Some, like, guttural sounds right, come out. Right. Like, yeah, a little bit of Asian, yeah. like, monastic sound. Some, some incense and hookah shows And we up. all are afraid it's going to lead to weed and Satan worship if we meditate. <laughs> so, but I think it says it right there in Psalms, right? Like, this idea of, like, meditating, slowing yeah. down, focusing on, not emptying. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a casual podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the Bible. We release a fresh podcast every week. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Two, three. Devotionals. Yes. Oh, no. Welcome to Biblical Lenses. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about devotionals, or as us cheesy Christians call them, devos. Devos. Maybe you've heard the term. Maybe you've done one or two. Maybe you've skipped one or two. Uh, this is the... Skipped like 15 or 20. Maybe 15 or 20 in a row. Hey, this is the episode for you. Feel this is a safe space yep. to talk about your lack of devotionals. But before we talk about anything else, let's talk about you subscribing to the podcast. Please do. Giving us a five-star review, leaving us a little feedback, and maybe contacting us on social media and telling us what you think about the podcast and uh, asking us some questions so we can answer them on air or on the podcast. We appreciate all reviews and subscribing in Apple Podcasts, any podcast player that you listen to. Mm-hmm. Let's get going with the episode. Let's get going. Let's get going. Um, all right. Devos, devotionals. Where I, here's, here's my thing. Yeah. I want to know where, where somebody got off. <laughs> short, where short change. Where do you get off short changing and calling it a Devo? <laughs> what a lack of reverence. <laughs> Way to way to cheapen that's like, my time with the Lord. That's like taking Christmas and turning it into Xmas. It like, really is. Where are you coming from, right. sir? Like, no, what? it's okay, man. Xmas means cross. What Satan do you worship, sir? Exactly. <laughs> you know, and also, I just want to like, I, I want to let you know that non-Christians, you say the word Devo, they have no idea. Oh, yeah. They no think, idea. They think it's an abbreviation. They think it's like like laughing my a off like or loling. They're like devo. Yeah. What's that acronym? I'm like what are you DVRing later on? Like, it's my time with Jesus, the risen Savior, fool. Um, yeah. So devotionals, they're a thing, and uh, they're a thing that Christians do. Some try to do. Some don't do. Yeah, some um, have a really hard time to do. Yeah, what's yeah. the deal? What's the deal with devos, Nolan? Why do well, we do devos as Christians? What are your thoughts on devos? You do you know, like them? Do you hate them? Are you into them? Do you love them? Oh, I love them. I love them. Um, I think like it was hard for me as a young, as a young kid, just ADHD and everything else like that, to be like, oh, I care about like every single day, and I think like still as a as a man like that's the that's the struggle that i that i run into is like every single day showing up like i'll okay. normally hit like this really uh long streak where i'll be like i'm every single day like i'm reading the bible i'm doing stuff and then there'll be like a stretch where i'm just like oh like i'm in a valley like and i it's not that i even know it i just get distracted by something else and when i okay. look back at the day i'm like I haven't done my devos and hmm. um but i think like what's uh what i've been realizing more and more as I go along, um, one of my friends uh, told me one time, like devotionals not isn't like showing up and and knowing that you're meeting with the Lord every single day. Mm-hmm. It's just showing up 
to meet with the Lord every single day. Okay. So like, obviously the Lord's meeting with you. He's there with you. Okay. Like as a Christian, but you might not feel him there every single day. Okay. Hold so, on. I feel like we're fast forwarding really, really far. Okay. Let's, let's let, what is a Devo? What does it constitute oh, for, in your opinion? In my opinion. And then uh, we'll talk about what I think maybe a Devo is. And then we'll talk a little bit about what the Bible says. Maybe okay. like a devo- devotional might be. So what, what do you think a Devo is? Well, I think like in the basic form, it's, it's like just sh- sitting down, reading your Bible, praying. So you would say it has to be Bible. I would say there has to be a Bible involved. Yes. Oh, I would disagree. Oh, really? Yes. But like, even in the even in the devotional, if there's no some sort of scripture involved, well, sure, I'm not gonna listen to I a feel Bruce like you, Springsteen song yeah. and call it a Devo, you nerd. <laughs> Born in the USA, and you're like, oh yeah. But it, I've read know, the word. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm saying you don't necessarily have to open up your Bible. Ver, there are other means okay. in I, which I get what we you're might. Yeah. Okay, all right. I feel like if you, if you, my thing is, is like if you read a devotional, just as a as a Christian and growing up in the church, I've always felt if you read a verse, you should open up your Bible and read it in the Bible. Okay, and like read the couple of verses before and the couple of verses after, because like you might be reading a devotional and it's like you know, and then the Lord said like, "Be healthy, wealthy, and wise," and it's like that's the devotional, and you're like. Oh, well, if the Lord said it, the Lord said it. And it's right. like, and when you actually go and look at it, you're like, oh, oh. like maybe that's not in context. And then of you what look back doing. at the Devo and you go authored by Benny Hinn. And you're like, <laughs> what? They're <laughs> oh, <laughs> Authored by Peter oh, Popoff Ministries. <laughs> um, okay. So you would say uh, a, a Bible, pretty necessary yeah. prayer. Prayer, yeah, somewhat necessary, definitely. pretty necessary, definitely a part of it. Uh, I think, I think, it, as a devotional, yes, there should be prayer. Okay. Anything else you feel like a necessity in the eyes of Nolan when it comes to devotionals or, as the kids call them, devos? No, not not in my mind as a necessity. I think that uh, many people would say it's a necessity to have it early in the morning, but not in mm, my mind. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't agree with that either. Yeah, at all. Not at all. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would say. Uh, that the devotional, your mm-hmm. Devo time, um, needs to be focused on Jesus. Okay. That is, re- I'm a little bit liberal with my Devos. I'm a little bit liberal with them. I would say the d- devotionals can happen in lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. I like, obviously, because I love Jesus and I love me the Bible, I would like a Bible to be present. Yeah, but if it's course. not, that's okay. Maybe there's something I'm reading that relates to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm listening. I've, I've actually been listening a lot to uh, the Dwell app. It's so yeah. allowing just the Bible to be read over me. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So I, I'm okay. I can be a little bit liberal. But if you are like doing your Devo and like watching cartoons, like I'm not going to get, I'm not going to be down with it. Yeah. Um, I actually think, if I was to lay out a couple parameters, me personally for devotionals, I would say um, you have to fix your eyes or let me, let me rephrase. You have to fix your heart and your mind on Jesus somehow. Mm -hmm. I would say there has to be a time of uh, reflection. Yeah. Um, So prayer, confession, repentance. I just want some time. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think that it should be open-ended. Actually, I don't like, uh, I, I think a devotional shouldn't have like a time limit. Like I'm going to do it for 10 minutes a day. Yeah. I think you should, you should have an amount of time that you're allowed to kind of wander in. It could be five minutes. It could be 30 minutes, yeah. but you show up saying, I want I want the Lord to lead me today. Yeah. Um, so th- those are like, if I was to like tell somebody what are the absolute minimums, I would say those are the minimums. Yeah. 
But personally, what devotionals look like for me is usually the Bible, some form of devotional book mm-hmm. or something that I'm reading or listening to that kind of leads me through some stuff. Um, and then a little bit, a little bit of prayer. I think it should teach you or draw you closer to Jesus. I would say draw you closer. I don't yeah. always think that a devo has to teach you. No, it could convict you. Yeah, it could encourage you. Yeah, um, or it could just wash over you and just like edify you and confirm something in you. The only thing that I think like is different about that though is like I feel like if you're being drawn closer to Jesus in some way, you're being taught. Okay, Mister like, Nitpicky. No, I mean like seriously, like when I when I sit down for a devotional, like and if if I feel like I've drawn close to the Lord, I've understand, it, and it's not necessarily that I'm going to go out and preach to a hundred people mm-hmm. and be like, "This is what I just learned from God," and this. Is how in the Bible we can see that laid out, but right. the Lord might show me like, "Hey, to you, I am this. Like to okay. you, right now in this season, I am, you know, a you know a, a parent, or to you." So it's like I'm learning something about who the Lord is to me in that time. So it's like I feel like you should you should learn something about the Lord. Well, I think any time I think any time that you spend some time with the Lord, whether it's in scripture or in prayer, you're most likely going to learn something. Yeah. If I spend if I go inside right now and stop podcasting with you and spend an hour with my wife, I'm going to learn something about my wife. Yeah. Maybe what makes her laugh or or what excites her or what's going on in her heart right now. You're going to learn something. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Um but I would say, like, the thing that jumps out at me, uh, like, if we're going to talk, like, scripturally, what's the scriptural basis for devotionals? Mm-hmm. Um, I got Psalm chapter 1. It's, like, right there in the beginning of yeah. Psalms, like, verse 2. Uh, Delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and mm-hmm. night. So yeah. uh, here's a funny one. Christians are a little bit scared of the word meditate. Yeah. We're a little bit freaked out about meditation because we think... Anytime meditation is mentioned, we're going to Eastern. Yeah. Chanting some ohms, yeah. being in some yoga poses. Some, like, guttural sounds right, come out. Right. Like. Yeah. A little bit of Asian, <laughs> yeah. like monastic sound. Some, some incense and hookah shows up. And we up. all are afraid it's going to lead to <laughs> yeah. weed and Satan worship if we meditate. <laughs> so, but I think it says it right there in Psalms, right? Like this idea of like meditating, slowing yeah. down, focusing on, not emptying your mind, but be, wanting to be filled with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, that's meditation in the Christian yeah. sense. And for me, that's what devotion is. That's yeah. what devotionals are. Yeah. Is definitely. I want to carve a time out that would encourage and stir me up to be more devoted today yeah. towards the Lord. And see, that's what I think like is important to recognize about devotionals is sometimes like you might you might be there and you might feel like I'm all alone. I'm by myself. What am I doing? Like, I'm just sitting here in silence, Mm -hmm. like reading my Bible or trying to pray, like, and I'm just here by myself. And I think that's why, like, uh, when my friend Eli, he said it best, he was just like, devotionals aren't about like expecting the Lord to give you some sort of like new revelation. It's Uh about showing the Lord, I'm devoted to showing up every day with you. Mm -hmm. Like whether I feel you there or not, Knowing that you're there, I'm devoted to showing up with you. Which is interesting because like it it's it's funny how often we could say the word devo or devotional and not think about devotion. Yeah. Right? The act of devotion, yeah. the act of devotion that you and I have towards our wives. We show up every day, mm-hmm. we're committed to love, to cherish, so to support, to encourage. We're here every yeah. day. We show up. And the days that you don't show up, you suck yeah. as a husband. And that's and this is going to be kind of harsh, but the days that you don't show up for Jesus, you kind of suck. Oh, yeah. You're you, kind of sucking you in your suck, relationship yeah. with Christian, as a Christian with yeah. the Lord, right? Um, and I think about, uh, uh, where is it? It says, uh, 
like Jesus in Luke chapter five, he would withdraw to a desolate place. This is what brought it up in my mind because you said you like to go be alone and spend some time in prayer. Jesus, one of Jesus's form of devotion with the father was to go to a desolate place and pray. He would withdraw from the crowds to be alone. So here's my question. Does it, does it have to be alone? No, no. Well, I mean, can you do like, like partner devotional can oh, you do tag team devotional does it always have to be in a prayer closet somewhere it's it doesn't need to be holy music playing <laughs> there needs to be guttural sounds does coming, there need like, to be like, gregorian <laughs> chant oh. or some sort of ambient spotify playlist yeah. happening i normally in the turn the halo background music on and i yeah. just go for it i like to come yeah. in this office and just have my purple led lights because i feel that that is the color of royalty, royalty. <laughs> <laughs> And, and just listen to kind of like Stranger Things season three tones oh my God. while I'm, no, yeah. no. No, I not. mean, I think like you can definitely do uh, devotionals with somebody else, but I think it's important for your growth. Just like I've, I've talked to a lot of pastors who go like, like, Hey, do you do, do you do devotionals? Like, Oh yeah. Like I study for Sundays. It's like, Ooh, no, that's bad. do you do devotionals? Like right. personally to uplift yourself. It's like, I think that's the same way. It's like, Hey, do you do, do you do devotionals? Like, Oh yeah. My family of like five does like family devotionals. It's like, no, do you uplift and edify yourself? Yeah. Mm. I mean, granted, normally the people that I'm talking to are older like men or whatever. So it's like, you're the head of your household. Like you need to be sure. uplifting yourself spiritually by yourself to uplift your family during True. this family devotion. Ouch. Yeah. So it's like, I think like if you're going to do it with somebody else, that's great. That can be like something temporary or short term, just like you can do like a temporary short term, like word search devotional or mm-hmm. something else. But it's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, you need to get back by yourself because we've, we've seen exemplified, like you said, Jesus saying it's important for me to go be alone right. with the father. Okay. So what are the, what's, what's the byproduct? What's the effects of us doing devotionals versus not doing devotionals and the scripture that jumps out and I'm going to all throw it in there. Cause here's what I think the effects versus the non effects of, yeah. of not having devotionals in your life. It says in Psalm 37, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now this is a commonly misquoted scripture or yeah. a scripture used out of context, like a twisted scripture where people say, I delight in the Lord and he's going to give me the stuff that I want. Yeah. He's going to give me all the things that I want. Yeah, what I Lambo. want is a Lamborghini and a blonde. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. listen, bro, that's not maybe that J.O.'s church. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, at, at, man, we're, I'm really ragging we're, on J.O. We're ragging on J.O. That's all right. That's we okay. Him. We, we love him. him. We love J.O. Um, smile less. <laughs> your, your teeth are interesting. Um, so, but here's what that, I think in context with that scripture does mean the more time I spend with the Lord, the more I'm going to know his heart and yeah. his heart is going to become my heart. Exactly. The more things that he loves, I am going to love. The more yeah. things that his heart is broken for, my heart will be broken mm-hmm. for. And this is the same thing. The more time I spend with my wife, Amy, the more I'm going to know her and love the things that she loves. Yeah. I'm going to grow in love with those yeah. things, right? Like it, it's just a knitting together of the two. Yeah. And that's what needs to happen with us. We want to grow closer to the Lord. It's not my desires. Ultimately, it's the desires he's giving me. I yeah. don't even know we're there. But yeah. how, am I, how am I going to get those if I don't spend anything but 40 minutes on a Sunday yeah. with God? You're not going it, to get It's that. like the equivalent of like when I see like young kids grow up, um, like a lot of kids will grow up to be like their mom or their dad because they spend all this time with their with their parents and they see what they're doing. So you either have, you know, one of your kids that like if you are a dad who likes to tinker on trucks, you're going to have your son grow up watching sure. tinker on trucks and go, 
I like, and then all of a sudden he's or an daughter. Outlaw. Don't be or sexist. Daughter. I'm not being Maybe sexist. Maybe she would like engines. I Nolan. have one child, and it's a boy. So well, chill. You have two children. You have to think about that whole sexist thing. I have one kid. Okay. And I don't think my kid's going to choose to be a girl. So I'm saying my son is going to grow up watching me, watching me do something. Or watching my my wife be a writer, uh-huh. and he's going to choose. You know what? I want to do something like my parents. All right, good and point. So I feel like as a as a Touché. Christian, as a Christian, that's like what we what we get when we when we grow up. Like as Christians, we read the Bible, we see what our what our heavenly Father is about, mm-hmm. and we go, "I want to be like that." Mm-hmm. I no longer care about you know whatever's in front of me. I care about what's ahead of me eternally. Sure. And so it's like. You know, when I, when I think about devotionals, I think, really think that's kind of what we're there for. It's not like, okay, God, this is my spiritual, emotional dumping ground. I think a good thing when you go into devotionals is there's a time for you to talk to the Lord and to pray to the Lord and say, like, this is what I'm going through. I just need to release that to you. Mm-hmm. But there's also a time for you to shut up and listen. And listen to what yeah. And it's not like, okay, like, and I'm going to do 30 seconds of prayer. All right. Thanks, thanks for Lord. listening, Lord. It's like, it's like, thanks for listening. I'll be back tomorrow so you can listen to me some more. Yeah. And tell you how angry I am at the things you're not giving me. <laughs> I need a wife. I need a wife. I'm 19 and I'm in Bible college. I need a wife. <laughs> I need money. Um, Shut like, up. It's like, to me, it's like, hey, you know, if you're, fr- if you first try doing this, block out five minutes yeah. where you just, no distractions, nothing. Yep. You don't say anything. You don't read anything. I mean, you can put on some like light background music, but you just clear your mind and listen. Uh, I I do like some light background music. Yeah, I felt like you said that with a little little bit of little bit of heat when you said light background hey, music. Like you I, were hating on if me. If I get background music, I get distracted. Okay, so it's got to be silent for don't, me. Don't don't hate on me because I can, I like a little ZZ Top while I'm listening to the Lord. What? I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> listen to <some> Black Sabbath. <laughs> just, just a little bit of Ozzy. <laughs> Biting the heads off of bats <laughs> while I'm doing a deep. No, I don't do that at all. I promise, I don't do that. Like, um, praying to the Lord, you just hear, "I am Iron Man." Like God. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not how devos are all here. Oh, uh, no. I tell you, um, I do, I do like to also like uh, you said this earlier. A lot of people are extremely strict about saying devotionals happen in the morning yeah wake up you start your day and they start in the morning so you start your day with the lord and i go that's interesting yeah that's interesting what about people who work the graveyard shift yeah Mm. (laughs) because their morning is night (laughs) chill out on your conviction bro um i would also say what about those of us that have toddlers and small children that don't give us the luxury of that there's a little two-year-old that's sitting next to my bed going daddy apple juice daddy apple juice daddy apple juice daddy apple juice and i'm going this is when i'm supposed to be getting my devo time and here's i've talked to some really strict people when i've i've had this conversation with them and their answer is always you should wake up earlier i'm like listen i love you and i love jesus i don't think he wants me waking up at 245 (laughs) yeah because me waking up at 245 (laughs) is gonna make me hate him yeah (laughs) like I, I have I have work you know uh, pretty early in the mornings most days and it's like yeah I mean when I'm putting my son down it's literally like okay I'm putting you down and I'm I now have enough time to sleep and wake up with a brain that can function during the day mm-hmm. and so it's like if and 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 to me it's just like you need to find that time my wife comes alive at like two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. like that's when her creat- in the morning in the morning 
And so like, she's a night owl, right? Oh, so gosh. like she'll start like, that's if, not a night owl. That's a early morning yeah. owl. Well, I should, I, I don't, I shouldn't say two o'clock in the morning, but like it basically her, her clock, like her brain just is the most active at night. And gotcha. so it's like anywhere from like 10 o'clock to two o'clock in the morning. She's just like, I am ready to go and I'm ready to receive. Okay. And so it's like, and for me, it, it ends up being like, I'm becoming more and more of a morning person, but I'm in that boat where it's just like, I have a young kid. And so my brain is not active during the morning. Right. But what I do notice is like, and I think those people, it's just like, I think you can still meet with the Lord in that, in that time, but not necessarily make it your devotional. So I can right. wake up in the morning get some music going, make a cup of coffee. And I'm already in this mode where I'm like praying to the Lord. I'm kind of giving him some, like some spiritual text messages. I think that was mm-hmm. one time you coined that it was just like, Hey, I'm, I'm talking to the Lord. Like, Hey, these are the things that I've got for today. Like these, these, this is what I, what's on my heart. What do you want me to know? I meditate on it for, for five minutes and then I'm ready to go for the day. But that being said, like throughout the day, before I go to bed at night, mm-hmm. I actually sit down, open up my word or open up a devotional that I might have, like right. a 365 day devotional. And I get into it and I actually dive into the word of the Lord and I dive into what he wants me to learn that yep. day. I'm with that. I like it's interesting for me because I usually have like one or two days where I do like I have. I have my own personal like study time. Mm -hmm. Like, so even when I'm not studying for sermons, I have my own like little personal thing. Like I'm going through this portion of the Bible. I'm, I'm feeling myself this way. Like, um, um, just intellectually, like I like to study the Bible. And so a lot of times, because that's the case, I'm either studying for a sermon or I'm doing my own personal study. My devotions take kind of the, the, the seat of, um, encouragement and like letting the word wash over me mm-hmm. and spending some t- a lot more time in prayer lately yeah. and supplication, which would be like, Lord, I want to like confess to you first and repent of things. Yeah. And then I, I want to ask that you would give me these things that I could serve you more. So it's a lot more conversation and a lot less like studying and information mm-hmm. in my daily kind yeah. of thing. Cause I have those one or two days a week where I really just try to like crank and study mm-hmm. for my own growth and knowledge. So I think it's interesting. I, I just think like devotionals look different for people, yeah. time of day, place, space, posture, how you do it, what you read. But I think the important thing is that you are devoted. You're a devoted disciple. Yeah. And that plays out in a way that is challenging to you, um, that is challenging you to grow like spiritually. Yeah, I, I think that's something we out, we haven't talked about as much. Like the devotionals, really, I think more than anything else, encourage you to be growing yeah. and maturing as a believer. Because there's, I think we all, I don't know, I haven't met somebody who. Maybe I've met very few people who are fantastically consistent, perfectly consistent at all times. Yeah. That's rarer to meet. And so there's also this other byproduct where um, we show up daily and we're consistent and it changes other things in our life. It trains us to be consistent. We can be more consistent in other endeavors in our life. So it has some other 
some other side effects as well that come with it. It's definitely very much like fasting when it's yeah. like you just show the Lord like, hey, like sometimes and, and you're going to start out and you might get on this like devotional kick and you're just like, I'm ready to go. Like yeah. I'll go like three months and like read, reading devotionals and I'm like going and then all of a sudden it's like you just hit this stump and then it's just yeah. like that's when almost the rubber meets the road. It's like when mm. you can go like maybe you decide like, you know what? I'm going to do an all veggie fast or whatever. Oh, like I'm going to yeah. do a Daniel fast mm. and you just get on it and you're like the first two weeks you're like, this is great. I love I love veggies. I love potatoes. I love all natural organic peanut butter. And then Get it's it, Daniel. Like, like week three, you're like, all I want is In-N-Out, McDonald's, and Taco Bell. That's right. And it's like, that's when it's like, all right, are you devoted to like, like denying what your flesh wants and devoting yourself to what you promised the Lord? I tell you right now, you know, it's been threatening my devotional time. What? Rocket League. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and I'm up a little bit early and I'll come in this office and I'll open up my Bible and that computer sitting right in front of me. I'm like, I yeah. get at least one or two games of Rocket yeah. League right now because I'm really addicted to this yeah. game. But I have to, I have to deny myself of yeah. the Rocket League, pick up my cross and follow after him. Yeah. Or at least, or at least read one devotional and then play one game of Rocket League before you start your day. I kind of split my time. Yeah, of course a little you do. Bit. <laughs> um, hey, before uh, let's be, do some favorite devotions. Yeah, before we go, I was gonna say let's do some favorite devotions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll start before yeah, you try to ahead. copy me and yeah. steal the one I've been reading for years and I you're know, new to. I just jumped with, into it. Which is Mr. Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest. Yeah. It's a 365 day a year devotional. There's one devotional for each day. Mm-hmm. They're short, take you about five minutes to read them, but they're also incredibly deep. And I think one of the things I love about Oswald Chambers is each one of them gives you a convicting takeaway that you can challenge yourself throughout the day. Yeah. That's what, to me, kind of trademarks my utmost as, uh, in my opinion, one of the best devotionals. In my opinion, like, unless you're used to reading the King James Bible, you're going to want to probably get, like, the newer version of it. Probably. Been translated because... Oh, like we found this old, old, like my utmost for his highest, probably like, like printed in the forties and yeah. like half off books. And we were just like, Oh yeah, get this. And it's I started reading it and I was like, what is that was mentist mean? Like, yeah. What is it even saying? And so it's like, I got a little confused, but I was like, okay, I can stumble through this, but I definitely thought anyway, like, I want to buy a newer version of it. That's been translated a little bit better than this. Yeah. Mine, so. mine was, mine was printed in uh, 92. Yeah. So it's a little bit more. That's, that's yeah. That's probably better. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you got? I really like uh, the satisfied soul oh. by John Piper. Oh, Be careful when you read this one. Oh, remember it's written by a Calvinist. That's yeah, true. But all five points it is it mentioned is, Every day, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. Every day, every it's, day like, it's like, good like morning, tulip, tulip. you've been elected, morning. you've been elected. The tulips are blossoming the outside. The tulips are like, blossoming, people are going to hell and God chose them yeah. to do so. Have a fantastic day. It's, it's, it's a great book and it just kind of, it's the same thing. It just kind of reminds you that like you mm. are satisfied in the Lord. Mm, that's yeah. good. I like that one. Okay, cool. Um, I've been reading this one a little bit. It's uh, Tozer for the Christian Leader, um, A.W. Tozer. And uh, it's another 365 devotional. This one is each month is kind of chunked out into a topic. Mm -hmm. So it would be like the topic of prayer or the topic of leading people. Or so that's kind of an interesting one. I feel like even if you're like, you don't have to be in ministry to like this one. Um, You have you, as long as you're a Christian leader, like let's say you're a manager at work, or Mm -hmm. I would even say a leader in your home, a husband, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a mentor, a discipler, like this is a great one, Mm -hmm. great one to bring with you uh, for that little tidbit and that nugget of of wisdom. If you're heading into a discipleship moment at a Starbucks with a dude or, or with a, with a gal, it's like, Hey, this is on my mind. Cause it not only challenges you personally, but it challenges you to be, 
outwardly leading people. Yeah. So I like toes and toes are for the Christian leader. Yeah. And uh, so I grew up um, listening to the purpose driven life. Oh, um, yeah. Oh. Bye. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know we were into the prosperity. No, I'm just kidding. No, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. By, by Rick Warren. Rick and uh, Warren. no, I mean like my, my mom just kind of like always had that, had that around. And, and I think it's just, it's a good reminder. It, like, you know what? I think this is come side note. People mm-hmm. hate on, on the purpose driven yeah. book series of things. They're, they can be pretty rad. I, I feel they like a lot of the okay. series is, is, is hard, but it's like, just like in general, like the purpose driven life, there, it's always like I don't know. I, I guess I would say like for a mature Christian, it's it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, for an immature Christian, it can definitely lead you astray in certain areas. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I have a kind of a fluffy one. Okay. That sometimes I'm in a season of my life where like I just need something. I need something a little soft. I need like a <laughs> soft just, heart. just a yeah. little bit of a, of a pink bunny on my heart yeah. uh, spiritually. And this is streams in the desert. Okay. Yep. LB Komen. Yeah. Um, and it is, there's literally like each one is like usually some small snippet or story. Um, and then it has a scripture attached to it. And that's kind of it. Sometimes it's a poem or sometimes it's a, a limerick yeah. or a story. A, and there's just a, a little limerick. scripture that goes with it. It's nice. It's an easy read and you kind of, you never walk away from it. I'd say really uh, hardcore growing Yeah, as much as you're like, I have just that little bit of like a warm hug and a fuzzy in my tummy today yeah. when I walk away from my Devo time. So that's another one. Well, uh, the last one that I'll say, which is a must read, is uh, is uh, Become a Better You by Joel Olstein. Go away. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Go I'm just away. kidding. Never read that book. Um, actually, if you see that book, uh, probably burn it. Okay. Um, no, I uh, I like the uh, the Jesus Freaks, uh, the Martyrs book. Oh, um, yeah. Or uh, In Kind, uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs. That's a good one. Um, I think it's just a really good, uh, those are two really good books. That just kind of teach you the people that have suffered for the mm-hmm. gospel before you to be thankful for what you have and the opportunities that you have now, but I think also, quite honestly, to prepare you for what could come. Mm-hmm. It's like it gets you in the mindset of I'm living something that is that is in other parts of the world actively persecuted. Cool. And one, I need to be thankful for what I have, but also be prepared to die for the gospel of Christ. Totally. Right? Yeah, that's a good one. Look last one that. I have, yeah. I like that one a lot, actually. I read that one when, mm-hmm. when I first became a believer. Um, last one I have is kind of a different style of commentary, or a, uh, of devotional, and it's a devotional commentary. Ooh. So this one is by F.B. Meyer, famous uh, uh, commentary writer. Um, and this is a devotional commentary I have on the book of Exodus, where each okay. day you open it up and it takes you through a chunk of the book of Exodus. I'm loving this. But, oh man, it's good. And it's, it feels like a commentary and it feels like a devotional all at the same time. There's really? some takeaways along with the commentary. Kind of nice. All right. It, it's like, this is like one of those kind. And there are other devotional commentaries out there that would allow you to fill your mind and your heart at the yeah. same time. Kind of an interesting approach, but there's that kind out there too. That is written directly for me. So I'm going to pick that up as soon as I leave tonight. Not for my office. Not you for your office. It. That's no. mine, baby. I haven't returned I've like lent you books and you and don't the return worst, them. Neither the do you friend. return board games. So no, I have one board. You're game out of my of life. Officially. I have one board game of yours and I'm going to return it. This is our last podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, for that last well, podcast, signing out. Um, 
Well, that's it. Hey, we appreciate you guys taking the time. Listen to the podcast today or tonight, wherever you're listening from. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast player you listen to podcasts in. I just said the word podcast a lot right there. But also uh, find us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses. Leave us a DM. Tell us what you'd like us to talk about, what kind of conversations you'd like to hear next. We want you to be a part of the conversation. We will see you later.